This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So I got a call from a friend today um, asking for advice, professional advice, and I'm, you know, I'm always here for it. So they said to me, if, Karen, if you were managing me, what would you tell me to do? And I said, well, first, I wouldn't tell you to do anything. I would ask you, what do you want to do? And what do you want, actually? Do you want money, more money? Do you want fame, reach, or relevance? Now, you can have all of the above, but you got to focus on one path. Now, if it's money, you know, let's talk about some of the moves that you need to make to make more money. And usually the money path, for me, is not the passion path. So I'm never going to push people into like chasing money. But if that's what you want, I can help you craft that. So he said, um, nah, you know, fortunately, I'm good money-wise. And um, I've been doing really well. But I'm at a place where I'm not sure what's going to happen next. And I said, well, here's the truth. Um, you are in the position to make what needs to happen next. And I think a lot of us feel as if, like the world happens, right? And it's sort of like this ride, this merry-go-round round that we have to try to run to catch up to and then jump on, you know, the horse or the, the pony. I mean, I guess a horse and a pony are two, two different things, but not really. You know, to jump on one of the little things that go up and down or maybe the one's not moving, but it's random. And life is actually not random. I said, so here's what we're going to do since I, I, you, he said, I don't have an answer. I don't know what I want. That's why I'm calling you. And then I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I, I, first of all, I'm humbled and I was very, um, great gracious that someone thinks so highly of my opinion, you know, but this flip side to that is this is a very successful person. And while this world that we're in is really shifting and changing at a really uh, unnerving rate for a lot of people, the, I keep saying this, you have to create the world you want to live in. I said to him, you know, I wanted to do radio for a very long time, and I, I'll tell this story as often as anybody will listen to me, and nobody would hire me. And I applied to... E let me tell you, I showed up for free. I was co-hosting for Al Sharpton on his radio show for like a couple of years. I was I was doing uh, stuff with Bob Slade and him Tume on Sundays in New York. I I had a block talk radio show. I was uh, even almost did public radio. Always did almost did uh, got hired to to do public radio. Um, and anybody that would have me or you know I I tried. I worked at Sirius for damn near almost six months for free. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, for real. I did not see myself ever not doing radio. So I knew if I wanted to do radio, I needed to create the space to do it. But I didn't sit on my hands. I started a publishing house during that time while I was waiting to get back. Ten years I was off the radio. But I didn't quit doing radio because that was the thing I wanted to do. So I said to him, what do you want to do? And he said, I don't know. Okay, because things keep falling into his lap. There are people where things just fall into your lap. You know, you go to school, you got these degrees, you, you're amazing, because you're amazing. So people offer you jobs. Headhunters come after you. And you go, how much? Okay, I'll do that. Oh, another raise? Yup. Oh, a new position opens. Here. And you take it. 
but is it the thing you want to do? And I guess there's a, a thought, well, it would be foolish to turn that down. Unless, of course, you're not happy doing it. And I realize a lot of people aren't happy because actually I'm happy. I, I get up every day and I'm happy. Um, I'm, I'm, this guy makes more money than I do. I, I'm pretty sure he does. You know, I, I know that, quote unquote, he's more successful. He has more followers, you know, by, by a ton. And I said, you know, if, if I were driven by those things, you know, then maybe I would feel some ways, you know, in myself about not doing enough. But none of that drives me, so I don't care. But also, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, so I don't really care what anybody else is doing. And that's the place we have to go to. So I gave him homework, which I'm going to pass along to you guys. <laughs> and the homework is, you know, are you where you want to be? First, ask yourself that question. Am I where I want to be? Now, um, if the answer is no, where do I want to be? Right? Where do I want to be? And if you may, you know, like I just want to be financially independent. What does it take? to be financially independent. You have to ask yourself a series of questions and start writing down a list of things so that you can have the life that you wanna have. It doesn't j just pop up magically. This ain't the lotto where you just buy a ticket and hope for the best and cross your fingers because if that were the case, most of us would lose. Deborah's home was stolen. No, I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest-growing white-collar crimes. And this story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity, gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need Home Title Lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. But here's the, the, the real secret. Everyone can win because your life was uniquely designed for you to win. So you have to find your place and your purpose and then ride that power into the success that only you uniquely can have, not anybody else. So you can't look left or right and look at your coworker or look at XYZ person or this person is an influencer on YouTube doing makeup and I want to do makeup and that's no if, if you want to do makeup then do makeup but don't look at anybody else doing makeup do your thing oh I want to have a fitness something okay well do your fitness there are a lot of fit there's space for everybody space for everybody more importantly there's space for you but you have to do the work to get there so I was thinking about this today because I said uh, there's a couple of things. And let me just thank everyone who came to my retreat. Uh, the Healthy, Wealthy, Wise retreat in Hershey, Pennsylvania was a I mean, it was beyond anything that I even imagined it was going to be. And it, it uh, warms my heart to know that there's so many beautiful people out there that I had never met before except through the radio. Maybe a few of them call from time to time, but most of them didn't. And I got to spend 
quality time with a lot of them, a lot of you, and also I got to see character play out and love play out and a family environment play out in a way that I imagined. But that was the world I created. It was exactly the world that I envisioned every day that I sit on that radio and I say, hey, family, what's up? I expected to see that, but was surprised at the same time. So it's interesting. I guess not even pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. I expected I wasn't shocked, but it just, it just proved to me something that I already knew, is that the folks are out there, they're just looking for an opportunity to come together, and if I can provide food, nourishment, and some inspiration, this is what I was put here to do, and that's what happened this weekend. There have been people calling up, are you going to provide us with uh, some things that, nope, you needed to be there, and there'll be one next year because I've been actually pushed to try to do more. Why? I'm not doing any more than the, more than the one. Uh, for now, because that one is so special that I want to put all my energy into making sure that the next one is even more dynamic with, I don't even know if we can get better guests, or um, I know we probably can't get better presenters, uh, but I'm going to work to do that. Actually, I spent the, a little part of the day uh, today uh, ch attempting to get, um, I shouldn't even, I'm not even going to say anything, but show up to the next one. But the reason why I even brought it up is because, you know, when I talk about creating a world you want to see, that was just in my mind. I wanted to do a healthy, wealthy, wise retreat. And I didn't know where I wanted to have it. So I just put it out in the universe. And a lot of things happened to make it happen, you know. But I fir it first started with a vision. And then I wrote it down. And then I said, this is what I want. And, you know, Angela E. Matthews, I can't talk enough about her. Uh, the happy investment method, if you're not following that, Go follow it. Follow her, Angela E. Matthews, on Twitter. Tell her I said, hey. But she said to me, who do you envision being at this retreat? What type of person? I wrote it down. It didn't return void. The, the exact person that I said I wanted to have at the retreat, that's who showed up. There was only one person that was out of pocket for me, but that wasn't a person that, that bought into it. I'm just going to say that. They, had not, they weren't one of the people that came there. They were somebody else's anyway. I'm not even going to get into that either. But the point I'm making is I created the world that I wanted to see, and it manifested, and it was intentional. So here's what you need to do. You have 24 hours in a day. I'm going to set aside nine of those hours for sleep hygiene. And that's a shout-out to Dr. Hervé Damas. And uh, he was a presenter at my, at my retreat. Uh, he'll be back because he didn't get to talk about cannabis. But he did talk about sleep hygiene, that even getting a good night's sleep is not a random occurrence, and it shouldn't be. And just because you get into bed doesn't mean that you're going to sleep. You have to prepare for sleep. He said that means, you know, not drinking water, <laughs> you know, uh, four or five hours before you go to bed because guess what? You'll be up peeing all night and that's going to break your sleep. So, you know, if you're going to go to bed at 11 o'clock, maybe you should drink all of your water from the time you get up until like six, six o'clock in the evening, six, seven o'clock in the evening. Sort of like an intermittent fasting of, of, of water. And I said, damn, that makes so much sense because I keep a bottle of water on my nightstand and I'm sipping it, you know, all the way up until the time I go to sleep. And of course, three o'clock in the morning, I'm peeing. And it does disrupt your sleep. He said, you have to create a sleep hygiene, a sleep plan. If you have trouble sleeping, make sure you have no, none, none of those blue light devices in your, in your bedroom. Make sure that your, the blue light is out. 
You know, if you can't just sleep with everything off, you know, put the timer on your television for 30 minutes, you know, um, take a warm bath, you know, you have to put yourself in a position to have a consistent good night's sleep. So I'm going to give you nine hours for that. So that leaves you with 15 good hours to plan your life. And the first hour of your day determines how the rest of your day is going to go. And I've done a bunch of podcasts on that. Getting up an extra hour early and all that other stuff. You can go search my podcast and find all of that. But how are you spending those other hours? If you're only spending 20 minutes on your dreams, your plans, your intentionality, you're not going to be that successful. Or instead, you're going to be resentful about, your, you know, you're going to be mad. And it's your fault. Because you won't achieve the things that you want to achieve by putting a tenth of the effort into the actual life that you want to live. So what's on your list? If you want to retire early or you want to be financially secure, if you want to, if you want to live anywhere in the world or, or uh, work on your dream projects, what blueprint do you need to put down for that to happen? Here's the truth. If you, if you want to be financially secure, you're, you have a job and you're making you know, $50,000, $60,000 a year, that may not be enough money for you to be financially secure. You might over the next three or four years have to take on an additional job for three or four years to get to that place. But if you have that as a game plan, you can go willfully into two or three jobs knowing that at the end of this four, year pl four years, I'm free. That may be great. I want to be able to quit everything. But you might have to put in the next three or four years to get there. I want to start a family. I want to, I want to be in love. Okay, well, what's your game plan? Um, some things that were shared at the retreat, people are on these apps, but they're on these apps differently than most people are on these apps. They're not on these apps desperate. They're on these apps with intention understanding what they what they want and it's not even about having a vision board of like he needs to have six-pack abs or she needs to be financially secure or, he has to have great credit or you know he she can't have addition children bunch of babies daddies or whatever you know like those things you could write down you know but you could also be blocking your blessing Carla Hall shared you know she might have wanted a, a man without children but the man that she found was somebody that had a child and is perfect but if, you know, you, you start your life with all of the things that you don't like, then you might be missing out on some really great blessings. I think you should just be open. If, if love is what you want to find, let love be the thing without all of these different caveats and restrictions and things that you will not, lines you will not cross. You know, um, I'm saying that we have a very limited time on this earth. And every day you should get up with an intention to set in motion the things that you want to have happen that day and every new day that you have breath in your body is another opportunity to set in motion the things that you want to have happen that day and don't be discouraged if by the end of the day or the next morning you realize I didn't do any of the things that I set forth make yourself accountable one of the things that I am going to share with you that happened at the event um, I made I didn't make Everyone got up and introduced themselves to somebody. And that person became their accountability partner. And I hope they're still 
talking to one another every day. And I find just like in counseling where, you know, it's a lot easier in therapy to talk to a perfect stranger. I think it's a lot easier to have people hold us accountable who don't, who, who don't really know us. You know, uh, we, we get away with a lot of BS with our friends, families, and loved ones, you know, uh, and we have excuses for why we don't do things. And because of the relationships that we have, a lot of times people trigger us. I know for me, I don't like to be told what to do. So if somebody really knows me, and they tell me something, they tell me what to do, even if it's right, I have a knee-jerk reaction to do the opposite. It is not mature, it makes no sense. I know in the moment that I am doing the opposite that it's wrong, but I'm wired that way. So I can't get advice from certain people, and, and even if it's good advice. And sometimes a perfect stranger, and I know, you know we've all been in relationships where you, you know, somebody, you'll tell somebody something, family member and then a total stranger telling the exact same thing and they do it and you go I've been telling you this for the last 20 years and you ain't and we get super mad and hurt and we're in our feelings like you ain't listen to me but you're gonna listen to this person this stranger it's easier to listen to a stranger tell you the exact same thing now your reinforcement is sort of like that jar that no one can open and you've been trying to open it and then the person comes along and then they open it with ease well you loosened it up the message is there. You, you, you don't stop telling your loved ones the right thing, but you uh, be okay when a stranger tells them the exact same thing and they'll listen because you're probably triggering to them. I know I trigger my family. I know I do. So, so there's that. Um, but put yourself in a situation to be held accountable is the point. And make sure you find somebody, even if it's somebody at your job, somebody that you don't know really well, if you're at, the, at a gym, maybe you can connect with somebody you just met and say, you know, every day I, wanna, I want you to hold me accountable to be here three days a week, you know, or what have you. Sign up for lessons where you're forced to come in and have to do something and answer to a trainer or what have you. Those things, you know, when I had my trainer, I was really diligent with going to the gym and then he moved to freaking Minnesota or someplace because he's that good. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's my problem. I need to get my ass back in the gym. I know. Um, but the point I'm making is that, you know, this, this life that we have is fleeting, and I want everyone listening to my voice to live the best possible life that they can. But it starts with not being unfulfilled. It, it starts with actually being intentional. Things don't just happen. Some things fall into people's lap, but even a lottery, we have found that if you hit the lotto, most people end up broke because they didn't intend to actually understand how to spend that money. They didn't have a plan for that money. They just wanted to hit the lotto. And as a result, that money left. Most people who hit the lotto end up broke. And I want us to not have broken lives. So you're not in the lotto. You're in life, your life, the only one that you get. So every day, make those 15 hours that you have awake, because I need y'all to have a nice seven, eight hours sleep, but that first hour to ease into it, make the most of that, all right? Let me know what you think. Follow me on the Twitters at Karen Hunter. Also go to my YouTube channel and um, subscribe. <laughs> share that too. Share that link everywhere and share this podcast because it can be, it's easy, it's free, and it's on everybody. Any place you can get a podcast, type in this is Karen Hunter and they'll find it. All right. So share that with everyone as well. I appreciate the support. I love you guys. Thank you. Till next time.